this country? Where is it? It's in your man cave. Your home. Your car. Your local bar. Your city. State. It's across the world. It's in your heart. And it's here. The Bears Country Podcast. Welcome to Bears Country Podcast. It is, we're, we're in a kind of a weird situation here with the midweek. We have a game tomorrow against the Commanders. So we're going to take a little moment here to kind of just wrap up our thoughts about the loss to the Vikings. As unfortunate as that was, there was some good to take out of it, I think. Uh, and move forward to the Commanders game tomorrow night. And what can we expect from this matchup? I personally think that the Bears are going to win this. But this show is the lowdown with Lynn Hayden. So let's bring her on and see what she has to say about last week's game and the game coming up. Lynn Hayden. The lowdown with Lynn Hayden. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. How are you? You forgot, you forgot that I shortened this for you. I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, I got a second to do that. <laughs> you got me, stinker. <laughs> yeah, the other one was a little bit too long. So I yeah, had to no, like, you, know, you don't want to scare people, okay, Dan? Come on now. <laughs> so, how are you doing today, Lynn? I'm doing better. I'm doing good. I'm hanging in, you know, excited about tomorrow night for sure. You know, so yeah, it is it, weird having a show. I did my show today because I usually do one on Monday and Friday and I'm, I was so confused. I had such a hard time. I'm like, I think it's because we're in a Wednesday. I'm not used to that. You know, I know I was talking to someone uh, today and I, I completely forgot that the game was tomorrow. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, because I was trying to make plans for for something on the the show for tomorrow. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, there's there's a game tomorrow. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> we're going to be on TV tomorrow. Yeah. So if we're having a hard time, you can imagine how the Bears are faring, you know? So yeah, no kidding. Yeah. That'll be a tough week. But uh... so uh, how, are you, how, how are you getting over this loss? I mean, what are your overall feelings well, about it? I know, you know, like everyone else, that game was uh, what started out. I, I, I was I was losing my mind that first quarter. I mean, first of all, they get the first offensive drive they get a penalty right out of the gate i mean and i hate penalties i mean that's one of my bugaboos just it's just i i watch so much football and you see how many times it stops drives or gives momentum to the other team so i was losing my mind and i was just like boy uh, they're worse than i thought they were in the beginning there i really really thought that i thought man i thought this is, they, I bought in, I drank the Kool-Aid and everything. And, uh, I was mad at myself, but then as we, you know, we all stick around because we're bears fans, you don't turn it off. And by mid second quarter, all of a sudden we got life. When, when Mr. Mooney, number 11 caught that pass, I believe it changed the whole momentum of the game. It was a pretty good pass. It was a little off, but he with one freaking hand, man, and he brought it in. And it was to me, I thought, whoa. And then boom, we get a touchdown a couple plays later. Montgomery goes in and mm -hmm. you could just feel the tide turning. And I thought to myself, oh my, wait a minute. Now mm -hmm. it's 10 to 21, you know? Mm -hmm. And and then when they came out the second half and then we all know their second half team. So you're thinking, okay, you know, and then they came out and it was, 
you know, for a few problems we had here and there, we know what they are. You know, the penalty that call, called uh, back the touchdown by uh, Justin, number 17. Um, Amir Smith-Marset. Yep. Yeah, who also fumbled the ball at the end of the game. But there were so many positives in that second half. I mean, you could see Justin Fields just relaxed out there. He seemed mm-hmm. like he had slowed down the game in his mind. It wasn't as mm-hmm. fast that those other previous games were going in his head because you mm-hmm. could just see the last three games, he it was spinning out of control. He calmed mm-hmm. down. I don't know if they gave him a Xanax or what at halftime. <laughs> but um, <laughs> whatever it was, it worked. Maybe he had a shot at tequila. I don't know. But um, <laughs> he – and he made some plays. And um, – yeah. and. The only, obviously, was uh, most disappointing is you had the defense just, you know, playing their hearts out, even though they were giving up the run terribly right and left. But, um, and then they just gave that last touchdown. It was like, oh, man, but you can only expect so much out of them, you know. And, mm-hmm. um, but I wish the run would have gotten going a little bit, but there was a lot of positives. So uh, as pissed yeah. as I was in the first 30 minutes, the second 30 minutes, completely different. So, and you. Yeah, had- I the- I felt the, the same thing. The beginning of the game was just like, what the hell is going on? They were running the my favorite play in the game Madden, you know, <laughs> the football game Madden. You got two guys going out, and then they go to the out routes, to the sidelines, and you got two guys, like, cutting in, maybe one guy cutting in, going deep or something. But you, it, it gives you that out route open on either the left or right. And they were just going – Left, right, left, right, left, right. Just exactly. Kirk exactly. Cousins, like you were saying on your show, like you know, once once he don't let him get going. I forget the word you use. I I, I laughed when you said it. <laughs> it <was> a, <laughs> you know, you know, high noon. Kirk is someone that I fear. Yeah. Primetime Kirk is someone that I'm not that scared of. And but he was balling it on Sunday. I mean, high he noon. He went high noon seventy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what was, you had to be afraid of. And he came to play, but then we stopped him in the second half. But mm-hmm. the Bears just didn't have enough. But still, well, it wasn't for 17. I think we would have had a chance to go ahead and, and, and gone ahead um, at that point. Oh, but, oh yeah. Yeah, but whatever. It is, it, what it, it is. It, I wish they would have gotten the running game more established. Uh, yes. But it, you know what? It's I am happy with them. I've kind of talked about this from day one that, I was really happy with the rushing game being what it was in the first couple of games. Mm -hmm. And even against the Packers, it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. I I thought that their strategy, and we kind of talked about this before, was that they were just trying to really get that run established so that then they could ease the passing game into Justin and kind of let it come to him. And it feels like they tried to force it a little too much last week. And then this week, it feels like it just was coming to him a little bit more. The, The running game wasn't there but the passing game was starting to come to him and he was starting to uh, you know, when Justin stands in the pocket and he has a pocket around him, I have a play right here. We can talk over it. No, actually we can't talk over it, but I'll show that in a second. Uh, This play I'm about to show you, like when Justin is in the pocket and you give him time to throw the ball, these are the kinds of things that happen. Yes, so exactly. I mean, and this and the the metrics are there when he's standing in the, when he gets a pocket to throw in, he's like one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league. And when he doesn't, of course he's not. Who is? No, he and, so, he's, not, I mean, and he's not experienced enough yet, anyways. To mm-hmm. to really, he's still learning and stuff. But that's what we went and got him for. You know mm-hmm. those passes. He can complete them with ease. So. Mm-hmm. It, it did He's seem got a like, real nice deep ball. Oh, he does. And and you're right. They And it was sad because out of the th- Justin, Herbert, and Montgomery, they didn't break 100 yards at all um, and that, on Sunday. No, we did not. People don't realize that, but it was like, oh, man. So it wasn't mm-hmm. pretty, and it was a thing. Is But he did do one thing, um, the OC, where he actually threw to – was that last week? On Sunday? Yeah, where he threw to Montgomery, and he went out and got like 20 yards. Was that last week? I think I, I, they all blend together, don't they? I, th- I think you're thinking about the no. It was it was the last game, yeah. Yeah, 
on? What's the last time? And I've been begging for that. And he did it. And then he didn't do it really again. And I thought, mm-hmm. you know, if you can't get the run going, then let's do this. Because it's only going to help Justin out. And um, the run was, here we got the stats here. Montgomery, 12 carries for 20 yards, one touchdown. Khalil Herbert, four for 11. Dalvin Cook still hasn't busted the 100-yard mark yet this season. I'm glad we held him to under yeah. 100, yes, but two yes. touchdowns and – but yeah, the the run, yeah, was the only. This was the first game that the run did not, because we're fifth in the league on runs, because we average 157 mm-hmm. yards a game right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, well, we're going to talk about Washington. We'll we'll leave that alone. But um, so yeah, we 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 got the running game, so we got to get that back going again. And that was one thing um, that they kind of got away from mm-hmm. um, on Minnesota, where they haven't in the other previous games. They stuck with the run, and they kind of didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. But but what's his name? You'll see he's still too damn vanilla for me. He just is. Um, but you see that. You see where he got Montgomery involved. See? So he had 62 yards, and I liked it. And he can catch. So let's use him, right? Mm-hmm. He gives you. Yeah, that's. I mean, he, you just throw him a five, six, seven, eight-yard pass. He ended up getting like 20, 25 yards out of it. It was like. That was. He got. Uh... 30 yards out of it. Yeah. 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 That was okay, his long. Right. Yeah. It was a nice run. And I thought, let's keep doing that. Do what's yeah. working. And then you can work all the other stuff back into the game. But you got to get Justin and the team, the offense, in a rhythm. And we haven't really, and that's what happened last week, in my opinion. The second half, we started to actually get a rhythm, which I have not seen this year. And uh, look, look, look at the difference between the, the two. The, this kind of goes to your rhythm thing is. Look at the amount of catches here. There's a total of what? Uh, four, five, six. Or there's eight. Twelve. Twelve. 13, 15, Fifteen total. Oh yeah, these guys down here. Yeah. And then you look at the Vikings and look at look uh, at how many catches and look how look how much they spread the ball around. Yep. I mean, the Bears need to yes. start spreading the ball around yes, to more do. receivers. Well, Jefferson is just awesome. I mean that guy. Yeah. Really, him and uh, last week, it was just unbelievable how that guy was not dropping anything. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, but no, I agree with you. They do, but they don't really have the talent. I think that's part of the problem with the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they're doing what they can, but we'll see what happens. We're going to talk about Washington in a minute. So we'll, but there was, you know, we had the turnover. We had the interception, which was awesome. But the only bad thing about that is the Bears got the ball. They went three and out. That was one of their few three and outs. People don't realize it, but it was mm-hmm. an interception, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Of course, I know." <laughs> you finally get a damn interception, and you go three and out. Oh my god! But uh, we got a sack. But I'd like to see more sacks this coming week. So, but Justin, those two oh eight doesn't seem like a lot compared to some of the other teams, but. For him, it, that's huge. It's only 15 completed passes, too, so it's not bad for it. it the 118 rating is pretty good. And the right. sacks were down, two for 15. I know. That was huge. I, Just two. I wish we would I wish we would have gotten to Kirk more. One for seven, but we got there a couple times, but boy, he just got him off. You know, I mean, Quinn, that was actually Quinn was around this week and uh, he was close many, many times. So I'm hoping this tomorrow night. Uh, well, we're going to again. We're going to talk about that, but they don't have a good line, Washington. So and let's hope that. Here's uh, what pisses me off: uh, Justin Fields, eight rushes for 47 yards. Yep. Like there was like a 65 yarder that I I think that that block in the back was bullshit call. It was more of a block in the side, and the guy it was act- a bullshit call. It really was. And uh, actually, the commentators made a comment about that one too. They were like, "Was that really a block in the back?" I mean, but. You know, it is, but we're the Bears and we don't get the calls like Green Bay's yeah. and, you know, Tampa Bay's do. And, uh, but it was regardless. He would, well. he would have had 120 something yards rushing if they would have. And if they just... gotten that touchdown opposed to three points, so we left four points on the field. We got the, the, the field goal. But again, you know, people say, well, we still were lost, but we lost by a touchdown. Yes, we did. But you don't know where the game's going to go. Yeah, that's exactly right. You don't know how it sh- shifts the momentum. And the Bears were had gotten it, were really balling at that point. They came out halftime. They had the ball first, you know. And you just don't know what would have happened. Right. It's a you butterfly know? effect. It, Absolutely. That, the wings flapped. The, the, the wings of the butterfly flapped, and they that went on, the Dan. direction that they went there. But, you know, <laughs> had, they, had they got that touchdown there, now they're up by what, 
They're up by well, it was four. They're up by four. Well, they was what wasn't it? Well, with the with the field goal, they went up twenty-two to twenty-one. So they were at what eighteen. So they would it would have been what twenty-five to twenty-one. And sure, they would have needed a touchdown, but the defense, I think you right. jacks your defense up. They're like, oh man, we're winning. So then but they it, even if they would have energy, you know, even if they would have scored a touchdown like they did, let's just assume that they did score the touchdown, the Bears would have still only been down by two. And the, the drive to get into field goal range would have been a lot different than they exactly. were in. Right. So and, it, it does open up a lot of things. You don't know what's going to happen. So, because people right. are, well, they still, you know, no, you can't look at the overall score at the end. You, right. you can't because a lot of things, you know, of course, we didn't get the two points of conversion. I had no problem with going with that. Sometimes I'm not a points chaser. Like the Monday night game cost, I think, uh, the um, Vegas Raiders because he went for two points. He could have tied mm. the game and they would have gone to overtime. They lost the game. Because he went for two points with a couple Wait, minutes uh, left. Was was that that was Josh McDaniels that did that? Mm-hmm. They were <laughs> it was twenty nine to thirty, uh, less than two. Well, it was just about two minutes. They went down, and scored. He went for the two point conversion instead of the tie, and and then they lost because I they, I yeah. saw something. Uh, that guy, that head coach, is a joke. Well, I'm not. I a fan saw of I saw something on Twitter about player or either a player or a former player and he he went on this twitter storm he just he kept re- replying to his own message you know just kept going on and on because <laughs> you, you can only put in so many words you know per right. tweet. It's just going on and on like 15 tweets of all the different like he's saying that uh mcdaniels basically screams and yells at everyone for everything and he calls them out and he 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 like makes them come up in front of the, you know, people in in the meeting room and calls them out and is a total oh, asshole to everyone ass. and he's just is completely doing everything from the opposite perspective of a humanitarian. Well, <laughs> I mean, he was under Belichick, and if people don't know this, he's he you can't take his word for it because he's not a, um, on a handshake. He's mm-hmm. not because when he went to Indy, he was named the head coach on the handshake. It hadn't officially been signed. So they mm-hmm. started, you know, hiring people. He changed his mind and went back mm-hmm. to New England. I don't like that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You said yes. You, you shook your hand. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of this guy. But, nope. but he cost him. And did you hear, see what, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, core, the, the wide receiver that used to be. Devontae Adams. Yeah, did you see how he knocked that guy over? No. At the end of the game. So. Oh, he, oh, yeah, yeah. And he pushes the guy, and then the guy, and then the, the apology was a joke. It was like, yeah, I I apologize for sort of knocking him over. What? So the guys filed a police report, which he should because it, it shouldn't have happened. Hey, Dante, you ran into your other player. That was the last play of the game. Two wide receivers ran into each other. It was hilarious. I thought. <laughs> Well, at least the Bears aren't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's always good to see other teams have the buffoonery. And you go, oh, thank God that wasn't the Bears. And <laughs> it's like we always have the Browns, right? Was the Packers lost. <laughs> yes, yes. To the Giants. Oh, to which Lynn, should have beaten. <laughs> Lynn, I, okay, so I'm in Florida. Uh, my my for anyone people that haven't watched this, uh, my mother in law passed away and we assumed her home, so we're here kind of going through everything. We're, we've been here for a week or so, we're going to be here for another week or so. And uh, there is this amazing, they have all different really good food around here, and there is a Chicago food eatery here mm. Italian beef, Chicago style hot dogs, mm. pizzas, amazing. Everything there is so good. They got TVs. They broadcast the game, so I went there thinking I was going to have my uh, my good luck Italian beef before the game on, against the Vikings on Sunday. And I'm sitting at the bar, and there's two Packer fans, older gentleman and his wife, and they're sitting there. They came in to catch the end of the game, and they were all excited that they got to catch the end of the game. And then they then. Rogers throws that pass that gets popped up into the air and the game's over and the, the, the older gentleman 
just stands up. He, he was just like one of us. He's, he just like leaves the bar. It comes back, you know. Right. It's actually the restaurant, but leaves the restaurant. Comes back, you know, five ten minutes later. I'm like, you're exactly like me. Like, yeah, I yeah. got. I, I, I would have had to cool down from that too. Like, and I'm like, listen, don't feel so bad, man. We lost to him too. <laughs> That's right. That probably made him feel worse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's always fun when you can watch a Packer fan lose a game that they should have won. You know, oh, 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 I love it's it. It's the best. I did say that. I'm like, well, I said to my son, well, at least the Packers lost. That that story <laughs> reminds me. Years ago, I was at a friend's, my sister's house, and we were watching a Bears game, and it was like they did something so stupid, and there was little kids there. So I was so mad. I left the room. I went to the bathroom, and I just swore up and down. And I come back out. <laughs> And everybody's looking at me laughing. They're like, you know, we could hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> They're like, but you, you meant well. <laughs> it's like you need to have a towel. You're like. <laughs> exactly. I was so mad. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. Oh, I know yeah. what you mean. Fierce fans, they're all going. Yeah, they're all remembering when they did that right now, listening to uh -huh. us. Yep. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh boy okay. well let's talk about the play that pissed me off the most in this game and that's Ooh. this one right here i mean oh this God. this why why didn't you run out of, out bounds? of bounds and we needed them why too. we had one time out left and we needed to preserve it and that would have put us at what the 32 yard line or something like that i mean yeah, let's look at that again. Where would that have gone? I mean, yeah, I think it was. That would have been. Okay, he catches it. 30. If he would have ran out of bounds, he would have been at like oh, 35. No, I was wrong. 30, yeah. But it would have been a first out. Still, that was. Ball. With mm -hmm. the timeout, he would have gone out of bounds, timeout, regroup, call a couple plays, bang, boom, we could be winning that game. No, it would have mm -hmm. been tied, right? It was the kick. But. Um, and what pisses me off the most about it is. He hits Justin Fields has another drive, another game-winning drive robbed. Yes. Like the Steelers yes. game last year, just robbed. Yeah, he's been robbed. Well, he's been robbed a few times on passes and that kind of stuff. And, yeah, we don't know what could have happened if he caught that. If he hands imagine that imagine if, the, if the Bears win that Steelers game last year, they would have been in position for the playoffs at the end of the year. Right. Albeit. Okay. And – Everyone would have been talking about that game. Yes. That comeback from Justin Fields. That would have that would have given him the national notoriety that he needs. Yeah, he and, does. Right. You right. know, if same thing with yesterday. If this or not yesterday, but Sunday, if that drive is if if we just don't have that ridiculous strip happen, Ugh. if he just runs out of bounds and we can drive down the field somehow and tie the game up and let's say go into overtime with the momentum, or even better go for the two-point conversion and actually get it, unlike the Raiders, and win that game, what does that do for the he Justin Fields stock? two-point conversion, though. No, he wouldn't have. He would have because he, he would like to have at least a tie going in because that that if we had tied it up, what a boost that would have been. And right. um, I think he would have thought his defense could hold him after that. So yeah. um, but I know what you're saying, though. I agree with you, but it would have been, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I it, don't think he would have gone for it either, but – but if he know. if he did and got it, you know, let's just say he did and got oh, it. He's or a the, genius or, right now. I mean, or the right, or they go into overtime and then right. Justin Fields drives him down the field. They get the coin toss. Justin Fields drives him down the field right. for a touchdown. They win the game. Right. I mean, just get just get there. Exactly. And it's it's he was. You could tell he was in that zone. He was throwing the oh, ball. He, he was, was standing in the pocket. He was he was getting rid of the ball quick. It was coming out of his hand he fast. Ran. See, that's it right there, Dan, what you just said. He was getting the ball out of his hand quickly, something he has not done in the previous games. He's been hanging mm -hmm. on, and that was a concern for people. Oh, God. Right. You're going to be one of those quarterbacks, you know. And, right. But you, Sunday, you saw a completely different where he was getting rid of them right away. And. Mm -hmm. I, I'm real. I think that we're going to see a lot more of that tomorrow. I hope so. You know, um, if we can get the run game going, and 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 just you know get him in that rhythm early, you got to do it early, not this second half shit. Because you mm -hmm. can't keep up on that. Because I'm telling you, it's going to catch up with the beers, especially when mm -hmm. they're. 
you start going down with the uh, rest of the schedule. We're going to start playing some really hard teams, and you can't – they're going to blow you out in the first half. You can't mm-hmm. rely on the second half. So um, – that they need to come out of this game almost do do all the warm ups the, the pregame warm ups, all their like walkthroughs. Treat it like a two minute drill. Everything everything two minute yeah. drill. Everything two minute drill. If they have any kind of practice time in the you know yeah. before the game, the just game, yes. work it like it's a two minute drill. Just just try to work it quickly, quickly, quickly. Think quick, right, think yeah. quick, move then you can quick, get move them quick. In that rhythm, like you then you start the game. Yeah, boom, like, you're like you're off and running. Pick up where you left off, right? And that's what yeah. the Bears have got to do. And just march the ball down the freaking field, yep. get a touchdown, start the game off with a touchdown. We're at home. We haven't. Yeah. We're undefeated at home. That's right. And we have the so, fans, and they're excited. And the other thing too is the defensive or the our, our wide receivers. Another huge thing that they and I don't know. My son said, "Do you think they practice that?" And I said, "Well, they should." Is you see it with good teams when your when your quarterback's in trouble and he starts to scramble, your wide receivers have got to be aware of what's going on and come back to him and give right. him something to throw to. Don't right. just leave him out there and stand there. Right. <laughs> you know, right. that's what they've been doing, and they've got to come back. So maybe right. they need to practice it. I don't know, but they. I'm hoping with. Uh, K, I don't know how you say his name. K. Neil no, Airy. Oh, it's it's you have it wrong. It's it's the opposite. It's Nikhil. Oh, that's what my son asked me. Is it Nikhil Harry? Okay, so it's Nikhil, Nikhil, like Nikhil Harry. Harry. So yeah. If yeah. he is as good as we think he's supposed to be, you know, it could really help this week. We're, <laughs> we're... Uh, 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 did we lose you? Did we lose you? Oh, Lynn. Oh, oh there you are. You know, <laughs> I'll, 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 you'll come back in a second, I'm sure. What is um, going on? You know, it's my stupid internet. Um, there you go. So we'll we'll see. So let's, you, let's you, talk about you, you, you cracked me up on your show when you called <laughs> Amir Smith Marset. You call him. You, you're like, oh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Marsetti? I'm like, no, the guy's not Italian. <laughs> well, I know that uh, my viewers, especially my regular ones, are doing the same thing. Like, no, it's not that. And I know that they're screaming. I've said that before. I know you're telling me I'm saying it wrong. But I am my father's daughter, okay? And here I'll give you an example real quick. My father had four children, four, that went to a high school called Hersey. Hersey. John Hersey, an author. Not Hershey, the candy bar. Right. Four kids, and he always called it Hershey. (laughs) (laughs) They're kind of like the Archie Bunker. You know what I mean? (laughs) I can't pronounce anything right. (laughs) Well, we were just talking about People don't know we were talking about all in the family. Right. (laughs) Right. So if you watch my show, I never get a name. That's why I always use their numbers. Well, plus, people look at numbers more than names. So if you say 32, they're oh, yeah. That's what makes your show so endearing. You know, it's it's you're just you're here to talk bears. It's, you know, if you want to go and get all the freaking breakdown of every play and of the blah, blah, you know, have it all analyzed. You know, you can find any any one of those things on a number of channels that do that. No, people just want to come on and talk about the bears. It's just like, hey, you're just. You're just going off of the top of your head, and that's what I love yeah. your, about I your mean, show. I, you know, I type a few things up, you know, the stats, so, I, you know, it's hard to remember all those. But the rest of it is I just kind of, you know, and you can tell, too, because I'm like, yeah. what was that guy's name again? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, well, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're, I was I was laughing this morning when you said that. You're like, wow, what's his up? And you're like, you're, you're going like this. You're like, oh, Marcetti. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever hey, it's a Marcetti. <laughs> My name is Amir Smith Marsetti. <laughs> hang on to the Bama Bala, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, we're cracking ourselves up. Oh, man. So there's one more play that I want to talk about before we move on to the Commanders game that was something that just really pissed me off in this game because and I don't think there was enough talked about it, and it's this play right here. Mooney runs an absolutely perfect route. And he gets up. The ball should have been in the air a, a fraction of a second earlier. Right, but right. this this is a pass uh, interference. One hundred percent. So the ball should have been in the air now. 
Yep. But yeah. Now it got in the air. And Hit. but look, Smith doesn't. Harrison Smith doesn't turn around when he's he's no. def, he's deflecting his arm. So he's not going That's for the ball. Automatically a flag. Every game that, I watch, it's a fucking flag. Okay. That is a pass interference. Yes. And you you know if this was the fucking Packers oh. and we did that to them, oh. that would have been a pass interference. Exactly. And he would have caught the ball, but you're right. It should have been thrown a little bit earlier, as you see, when he's coming yeah. down. And he should be having the ball right now. You know, yep, and, the ball, right. Mm -hmm. But that's okay, but you're he should right. have been catching he should have been catching that at the front of the end zone. Yes, he should have. Exactly. The, the, exactly. And then regardless, okay, so even if the guy does the pass interference, we get it's on the one yard line, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Know, that's not a give me with the Bears. We know that. But um Still, I agree with you 100%. You know, and we talked about that. I, I mentioned earlier that the commentators made a comment. They made a comment about this play, too. Um, the guys on the TV said, wasn't that pass interference? They both said it. And I was like, I thought it was, you know, but. Right here. We're just, it's just, I don't know. Some teams get the breaks and some don't. And, you know, I've had people write on my show in comments like, you know, they hate to say it, you know, that the refs are paid off and this and that. And I said, I don't want to talk about that because, you know, that would just ruin the game for me. But you wonder sometimes. I'm not kidding. But that is the shot right there. That yeah. is the pass interference. His exactly. arm is already pushing into his arm and he is not looking at the ball the, at all. He is looking at the right defense. There. The, There's the ref yeah. over there. Yep. I mean, he's had a perfect angle on it. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't get it. And then the refs sometimes make calls that you're like, how did they like where they can place the ball sometimes exactly where it is when there's a hundred people on top of it, but yet you, they can't make this obvious call. Have you, uh, when I first started podcasting, uh, one of the first things I was bitching about was the, um, the playoff game against the Eagles where in the, the, the double doink game, mm. In that game, it was it was it was in the first quarter, but it was a third and seven, and the Eagles ran the ball, and Dion Bush hit him like a brick wall right before the first down. So if the first down was here, he was stopped here. Okay. Like a brick wall. He just hit him like a brick wall and, and he's just right, that's the guy it. went down. Right, yeah. And Nagy, oh, I just said the word Nagy, so now I have to do this. I'm not even going to get into that. That's I have zero thought. <laughs> Anytime I'm sure I don't say the N word. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, should have. He should have uh, challenged that because he. He stopped him. It was not the fact that they gave him the first down to begin with should have been the flag should have been called the challenge flag. But then he didn't call it and they put the ball down two yards. Uh, they gave him two X, almost three extra yards when they placed the ball. I don't remember, but I'm sure I was going ballistic. I'm sure it was. <laughs> In real time, I'm watching this happen and I was blowing up and I, I can't, nobody talked about it at the time. I wish I wish I had the clip pulled up here. I could pull it up for you. It, it's I mean what, it was what was that three years ago? Yeah, that was 2018. Yeah, that's when we went 12 and four. Right, right. Yeah, and we didn't have a kicker, you know. Right. So and, and it was the it was the, in the first quarter, so I'm sure nobody thought it. But if that, if that was in the fourth quarter, uh, I guarantee you it would have been a different situation. It would have been. And Nagy. <sighs> uh, I'm not even going to get into that. That's I have zero thought. <laughs> he would have then he would have challenged it. I will give him that, but he probably just is saving his challenges, you know. So, but mm -hmm. the, the double doink, you know what? It reminds me of Chris Collinsworth, and I don't even want to go there, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I yeah, I know. Yeah, me either. Like, let's not I go cannot, there. <laughs> can't either, man. Oh, he's, man. Such a, he's such a pompous, arrogant fleeb. <laughs> he is, and you know why he doesn't like the Bears, right? Did I tell you this? In the 80s, you know, he, well, every, you you probably know this is, and people out there might not know, he was a wide receiver for Cincinnati Bagels, mm -hmm. and the Bears beat the crap out of him back in the mm -hmm. day. And mm -hmm. I think he's still taking it out on the Bears. Hey, it's not our, the Bears' fault you were, you sucked. I mean, 
<laughs> he's probably still, he probably still has an injury that's nagging him from that yeah. one of those matchups. So every time he comes to Chicago, he's like, Ooh, you know. <laughs> wow. Oh, this cold weather's so got my meal locked up again. <laughs> I hate the barometric pressure in Chicago. It just kills my bones. I know, exactly. <laughs> and that's why he loves the double doink. Yeah, right. Oh, God. Oh, and it had to be that asshole that coined it, too. Ah, double doink. Oh, I know. I know. So now every time it happens, they always do it. Although I will say this on the Monday night game. No, not Monday. Sunday night game. There was a doink. And Mike Tirico is now his partner because the other guy left. Al Michaels yeah. went to Amazon. And yeah. he started to make a comment, Chris Collinsworth, and Mike Tirico shut him down. He said, we're not going to uh, uh, bring up the past. Okay, Chris? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, right on, Mike. <laughs> I thought, good for you. He's probably tired of hearing it, too. <laughs> that was the Saints. Was it the Saints game? On the Sunday night? Was that, was that this last what Sunday? game was that? Yeah. It was, yeah, um, was it? No, it was um uh Rams and um Baltimore, right? No, no, was it I don't even know, so I don't even watch anything but the Bears. <laughs> Excuse me for that for not knowing played on Sunday night. It was the Rams. I, I have to go, I would like to go watch that though, because I would love to see him get shut down. It was down great. By Mike I was like, oh, my, I, I'm a big Mike Trico fan anyways. He used to do college football and now he's doing uh, Sunday night, and I like him a lot. He's a, he's a real fair commentator. He's not like yeah, I like them on Monday Night Football. I had I hate how they keep jacking up Monday Night Football. You used to have the same crew for years, I don't and, know. I don't and you them. loved hearing their voices. And you know, like even um, you know from Howard Cosell, obviously yes. down to um, by the way, have you seen that meme? It's Howard Cosell standing there with OJ Simpson in a gold jacket, like a Hall of Fame jacket, and on his on his other side is uh, 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 Bruce Jenner. And the meme is him standing in the middle with O.J. Simpson and Bruce Jenner. He says, I just stepped into the future, folks, and you're not going to believe what I'm, what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> I am not. I'm going to look that up. And is that hilarious, though? It's true. <laughs> so funny. But, like, the, from Cosell into the next Monday Night Crew, you know, I, I loved um, – Griffin and Michaels and Deerdorf. Oh you know? yeah, those guys. Those were guys were that's fun too. You know. Yeah. Right. I yeah. Now Michaels is like now the, you know, there's, you know, Pat Summerall and uh, oh, John Madden John and Mad well, John a, Madden's the best hands yeah. down. Yeah. There's no announcers like that anymore that you really like. They don't have that voice like right. makes you want to like it. It doesn't give you any nostalgia listening to the game. Like you hear Pat Summerall calling a game oh. from the eighties, you're like, oh, I know. I love and, you, Pat. and Madden was you know? so damn funny. You and know? Madden, oh god, he's a Madden bad. was hilarious. Yeah, they yes, don't it, have it, guys at all like that. No, it's not no, bad. it's and then then they keep rotating this Monday night crew around all the time, and it yeah, constantly changes. I'm not really digging that too much, but you know, a lot of times no. I just, you know, I'm not a big Joe Buck fan, so. Um, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh god, now he's on Monday night. <laughs> Great. I know he's just like he's too he's he's too pull up the ass, right? <laughs> well, he is. Well, me and my son used to make fun of him a couple of years ago because you know he's so short compared to Troy Aikman, so he's always looking up at him, right? And we always used to go, oh, he's gazing at Troy. He's in love with him. <laughs> we used to like, what do you think, Troy? Yes, we'd have big conversations. Oh, Troy, I love you. <laughs> Can I see your ring? <laughs> it's like Mystery Science Theater 3000. You ever seen that? Yeah. <laughs> Just turn off the volume and. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Okay, we got to get back oh, to okay. the All right. Well, so I think we're done talking about this. You know. Yeah, we want to talk about Washington, huh? Yeah, let's move on to the Washington game. How are you feeling? Uh, you know, I am feeling pretty good. I, you know, well, of course, I said that last week too, but they're, they're one and four. Okay, we're two and three, so we're not that much better, but we are at home. We do like to play better at home. Justin's did better. It, like we said earlier, if they come out, pick up where they left off on Sunday, we've got a really good chance. Now, they can pass, but we can run. They, they cannot run, and we cannot pass. He's got almost 1,400 yards. He's got 1,390 yards so far, Carson Wentz. So the kid can throw. Well, the man can throw. and But 
He's fumbled the ball six times this year, which is Ooh. something the Bears, I'm sure, have been talking about. And he has thrown four interceptions. So How many um, touchdowns? He has got thrown – I do have it here. I know I do. Uh, shucks. I think it was 10 – oh, no, it was six touchdowns. He scored – he's done 10 um, – Ten Total. to six uh, interceptions. Ten touchdowns passing? Yes, yes. The six interceptions? Yeah, and then the six fumbles. So he can turn the ball over. So here's the chance for the Bears. Now, we know, you've talked about the defensive line before. We're not that great. They don't have a running. They're, they're running as 28th in the league. We're fifth. So a uh, big difference there. So kind of good because the Bears can't stop the run. So. Yeah. Let's hope it's kind of even, although they're going to be trying to run on him, of course, but they're going to pass a lot because he can pass. So, so that's why it's so important that Jalen Johnson is back in number 33. Yeah. So they don't have two sides of the ball. Well, they're going to throw on him, but, you know, Jalen's good, you know, and uh, so it's going to hurt. It's going to help us a little bit better, but the Bears have just got to come out and they've got to play air-free 60 minutes, not 30 60 minutes of football. And um, if they win the threes, my threes, win the turnover battle, the time of possession, and the penalties, mm -hmm. we could win this game. And Absolutely, uh, we can win this game. I think we should win this game. We're at home. You know, I, one thing that scares me is you saying, you know, they their running game hasn't been that good. That's usually when – Somebody comes into town and oh, they're only averaging 38 yards a game rushing, and then they have a you know 210 against the I Bears. That, that's like, what the I, when I say it, I think about it back to my mind. You shouldn't have really said that, but um, <laughs> um, but I say anything that I think, so that's my problem too. But um, but yeah, gonna knock on some wood. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it so it is a problem. So the defense obviously has to step up. They can't let them rush. And, and we got to get in Carson Wentz's face. Uh, their offensive line gave up 20 sacks now. Um, we've given up 18. So it's so that means their offensive line is probably shitty as ours. So mm -hmm. and, and you were saying earlier, what's his Leno was on that team. That used to be on the Bears. No, not you. I'm sorry. Somebody else told me that. Charles Leno is on that team. Charles Leno, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can have him, okay? Yeah. That explains yeah, a lot. Charles, Charles Leno ended uh, Fitzpatrick's career. Yes, he was a revolving door on a sack that ended his damn career. Not good. So, <laughs> so you know, it's yeah. like, so the Bears, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, again, Justin, it all really depends on how he comes out and how he feels. So the stats that you're telling me are, so here's what I'm gathering by that. Their offensive line isn't good enough for them to run the ball. And it's also given up 20 sacks, 20 sacks on the season. Mm -hmm. That means that the they can't run the ball because their offensive line is if your offensive line can't run the ball and you're giving up that many sacks, it means that you have a pretty shitty offensive line. So yeah, that's the way I look at it. Right. He's, it sounds like he's getting all these passes on those rhythm plays where he has a clean pocket to throw from in, in rhythm. And, if and, they they, just and I think they roll him out a lot too. And then cut him out of rhythm. He's got yeah. a strong arm, Wentz. That's for mm -hmm. sure. He's a big dude, and um, and he can run too. So you got to watch him because he's got a uh, he's got he's pretty good at the run, and so you know mm -hmm. that's what got his knee blown out. Yes, and he's been I, I, on my show. This is his third team now, you know. So uh, after he won the Super Bowl, well, he didn't win the Super Bowl. That what's his name did? Um, I couldn't think of his name today. The back the backup. Oh player. oh. Nick Foles. Thank you. We were um, talking about this on the barroom the other night. Uh, I, have, I have a show that I broadcast live from the barroom network on Monday nights. And um, we were Dan, who's on the show with me, was talking about Carson Wentz and how like he came up to him after they won the Super Bowl. And you can see him saying this on camera, like, next year, this is mine. <laughs> well, I Carson Wentz. So he's kind of a. He's kind of a see you next Tuesday, if you will. Like he's he's yeah. he's he's not Although that. He did win twelve games that season for him, and he got hurt in December. Mm -hmm. 
And then oh, he was at, he was having an MVP season that year. I was like, I was thinking, why can't the Bears get a quarterback like this? Then he blows out his knee, and, and he's never the same. Right, and then you know, Foles has his 15 minutes of fame, and then we sign right. him. And he sucks. Um, right, you know, so right. which is typical for the Bears. Um, he has one good game to come back against the Falcons. Right. Yeah, and then you know. The, the, Philadelphia was just a very good team all the way around, like they are now. I mean, these guys are they, – they could be mm -hmm. in the Super Bowl. I would not surprise me if it's Bills and 49 – or um, um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia and the Bills. Philadelphia, that's – yeah. Yeah, in the Super yeah, that's Bowl this year. I could see too, that. Philadelphia is surprising. Yeah, they're very – they're very – and you know what? Jaden Hurts is the real deal. I wasn't sure about it, but he really, really is. He's, he's mm -hmm. playing really well. He's there. another one of those guys, when I say – Draft a quarterback as much as you can. I mean, you're not going to do it every year just to draft. A, right. If you have six draft, five draft picks, you're not just going to draft a quarterback when you don't need one. But I'm the, of the proponent that take a quarterback as much as you can. Jalen Hurts is one of those guys I had on my radar. Uh, uh, Dak Shepard is another one of those guys that I had on my radar. Like, oh, he's sitting there in the third. Why not pick him up? Oh, Jalen Hurts is sitting there in the second. Why not get him? He's sitting there in the third. Why not? Why not take a chance? And he had some rough roads in the beginning, and now yes, everyone's. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And he and people were like, "Ah, he's not going to make it." But now, what is he? He's the only undefeated team in the NFL right now. Mm hmm. So. Yeah. What are they? Five and zero. Yep. Five and zero. And uh, when the bear, let me tell you the Bears' record on Thursday night because we know they don't play well on Sunday and Mondays. But Thursday night's a little bit different. They played fifty-three times, and they have won twenty-eight. Lost 23 and tied twice. So we do better, it seems like, on Thursday nights. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's we'll go. see. This is a it's a new regime, too. So, uh, Lynn, I completely forgot that I had a little treat for you. Uh, oh. So I want to I want to do this little treat for you. And then when we come back, I want to go over the injury reports for these okay. two teams. Yep. Oh, where did I put it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. So it turns out that you have a you have fans you have fans overseas lynn check it out it's uh as usual dan it's 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 been an absolute blast talking to you again mate and you and you're doing such a good job on the show and uh and also as well the other show you do with the lady is it lynn she's absolutely amazing she, uh, oh, her yes, energy and, a, and, a, and a football knowledge and her energy Man, it's 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 brilliant. It's brilliant. So I, I, I sent her a message after your last show, said I to enjoy enjoy what she brings to the show, and uh, but she's really, really, really good, really good. And uh, thank you. Yeah, I keep thinking. Thank you very I much. Thinking, I, wish, I, I always think. God, I wish my mum were a bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what Chris is talking about is this amazing woman that I I found. Uh, her name is Lynn Hayden, and she has her own. Uh, Bears podcast called Let's Talk Chicago Bears on YouTube. And I thought this woman is awesome. And she's got just great personality and she's got yeah. all these different facial expressions and stuff. So I had to reach <laughs> out to her to see if she was interested in coming on the show. And uh, she, it turns out she lives in the town, she lived in the town next to me the entire time that I lived, you know, all 30 plus years that I lived there. And she, like, holy crap, that was weird. So <laughs> she's a lot of fun. Make sure you she check her out. Really too. Her good. channel is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I strongly I, recommend the show. Thank you. That's a, I remember his comment and I didn't know he was from overseas. How cool is that? Uh -huh. I'm digging it. Thank you, Chris. And thank you, Dan. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome. That's yeah. That's Chris Watts. He's uh, on the Barroom Network on the Barfly Tailgate Show. Uh, we're in association with the Barroom Network. For anyone that doesn't know, we do our we do a live show on their network on Monday nights, trying to kind of crossbreed and help each other's brands grow. And uh, Chris is he's just an awesome, awesome dude. I mean, he we were that was last Monday. He was up till three o'clock in the morning doing that show with us. I mean, he's that committed. And so wow. uh, he's going to be doing another segment that we're we're working on called uh, his name is his name is Chris Watts. So we're working on a segment that we're going to do during the week called What's Up with Chris. <laughs> I oh. like that. Like it. And like do a little it. breakdown of, um, you know, it's I'm fascinated with the overseas NFL love. And I had Chris on when I first started doing this podcast. And he's like he said that 
the, the NFL basically became so big over there because of the 85 Bears. They were really? such an influence. They were kind of like the 90s Bulls that, you know, took the world by storm. And you were seeing yeah. pictures of Michael Jordan in Hong Kong. And, you know, they were like that in Europe, the Bears. And wow. Chris, Chris is right around my age. I think he's a little bit older and maybe a little bit. I think he's right around my age, 47-ish. And uh, he fell in love with the Bears in back in the 80s. And they That's everyone cool. did Everyone did in Europe. And so then they started saying, hey, well, let's have the Bears come to play in Europe once in a while. And so the Bears came and everyone flocked to the game to see the Bears play. And it just became, it built from there in Europe. And it really started with this team. And that's what's so oh, and it's big now. Those fascinating about the Bears. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. they had two games in a row the last two Sundays they were over there. So, well, obviously, that's where Green Bay lost. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, so that that's cool. I did not know that. That's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very, it's, it's very interesting talking with him. Um, I, love, I love the conversation. He's such a good guy. And it's the, with his amazing accent. I oh, love how, I love like, the puzzle – it's like the puzzle pieces just go floating into the air – and then they come into my ears, and then my brain has to put all the puzzle pieces back to together, and I go, oh, I know what you just said. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I love their accents. Love it. So, Me too. <laughs> I'm digging it. Cool. cool. So, yeah, he he, uh, he he saw the show that we did with you, and he absolutely loved it, and I just wanted to show you the compliment that he gave to you. You're too sweet, Dan. Thank you. You're very welcome. Lush. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's pull up the injury report for this game. <clears throat> so it looks like, and it's, you can't see because the logo is in the way. Let me, let me move, remove the logo for a second. Uh, so Dane Cruikshank, questionable. Nikhil Harry, unspecified. Uh, Jalen Johnson, unspecified. I think that all three of these guys are going to end up playing this week. I, I, think, I think so too. Yeah. And boy, do we need Jalen Johnson back. Big time, big time. And, yeah, because you see he did. He practiced all week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, full practice. So unless mm -hmm. something happens tomorrow when he goes to warm up, I, I think he should be in there. And we talked about it earlier. It is huge. He, we need him out there again. It'll be a first game since the 49ers game. He hasn't played since then. Mm-hmm. And it'll be – it'll. we'll see what happens because, <clears throat> I mean, it is the Bears. We can't just assume no, having Nikhil Harry back in the game, he's going to have 120 yards. And, well, that would you know, really help. Because he hasn't played he, yet, so right. But to to, ha to think he's just going to jump in and become the solution to a problem we have, I don't think that's going to. I don't either. But just, it, I thought Valus Jones would be that, and he hasn't done shit on offense. No, he other hasn't. Than he hasn't. The so, touchdown yeah. last week, but we we just don't know. You know what Harry's going to do, but at least get him out there, start to get him his game reps, and mm -hmm. um, and then get him back into it. And next week we'll probably see more of them. You know, we probably mm -hmm. won't see a lot of them, but. You never know what could happen. Again, you said it's the Bears. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then the Commanders, they have uh, Percy Butler, Sam Cosme, Jahan Dotson, Logan Thomas, and Jonathan Williams all out. And Logan Thomas and Jahan Dotson, those are those are kind of notable. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know too much about their offensive tackle, Sam Cosme. But um, if he's a starter, which I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah. But if he is, that would be nice. That would be very nice. <laughs> we'll take it. Definitely. I'm, hey, seeing, I'm sorry. To help us, you know. <clears throat> I'm seeing Carson Wentz is on here, but. Yeah, but he. he I don't know. Limited, you know, and then he practiced yeah. today. So he's probably just, you know, a little banged up, you know. So maybe you get that hit on him, right? On, that right, Ooh, on that right shoulder. And you get in his face. You get in his face. He is for sure going to sling it, and he's going to throw an interception or two because he, as we know, I said he threw six so far this year, and he's fumbled it six times. So he's capable of losing that ball. So, and mm -hmm. I'm sure the defensive coordinator for the Bears has mentioned that. So, oh, I'm sure. Let's go get him. Let's go get him, baby. <laughs> and Jalen Johnson coming back—that uh, is huge. Boy, have we missed him the last couple oh, of games? Most definitely, it's going to help the backfield so much because. Except for Eddie Jackson, they're all you rookies <clears throat> out there. You know what I mean? So, right. I really think it's going to help uh, Gordon. It's going to help um, number nine. 
Mm-hmm. His name, you know his name. The guy from Penn State. Jaquan, Jaquan Brisker. Brisker. Number nine is going to yeah. help him. It's going to help these guys, you know, mm-hmm. to have the full team back out there again, and especially Jalen Johnson because he's really good. And and Kyler Gordon has been getting extra work with Jalen Johnson being out, so that's only going to help the team. I mean, he's been getting people – from game one up until now, I can't believe we've already played five games. I know it. I know it. It's just it, it, this is absurd how quickly the NFL just uh, gone. I know it comes and it. goes like that. I know. Every year we say this, right? Like it's already week eight. What is going I know. on? We've right been now? waiting for this yeah. for months, you know. And, and then, then it's gone. Yep. And then you're like, I need it again. I need it again. I need it again. I know. <laughs> and then we all reset with the draft. Okay, we're all we're gonna be we've got these players, we're gonna win five more games this year. You know, it's a... <laughs> yeah, oh god. <laughs> but Jalen Johnson coming back is definitely gonna give a boost to this defense. It, and it's it, him being out has only done good for Kyler Gordon. He's got I progressively I, better. Definitely. He blocked like that field that. goal. Yes, yeah. yes. He's been getting better each week. You see him, and he's and you see him he's flying so all over the field. Ath- so athletic. Him. The yes. kid is so athletic. Yes, I think he's a, that's a kid is just going to get better and better and better. I think we're going to be he's going to be a good one out there, too. So I mentioned it on my show today. I'm like, I, I like this kid. And he has gotten a lot of passes thrown at him. And yes, he's made mistakes, but he's a rookie. And uh, so I did a little video on him called is. Is Kyler Gordon on the path to the Hall of Fame? And the the video that I did was obviously he's a rookie, so it's ridiculous right. to assume that. But my my statement was based on his how he was raised. Uh, I watched a documentary about him and his family. Man, maybe it was the the Bears documentary, the Meet the Rookies that they do. But his family pushed him into every. This kid had so much energy. That a normal parent might have just put them on Ritalin, you know, but they <laughs> they took this energy and they 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 put him in every single thing they could think of. And they put him in once something ended, they put him in something else. He was in karate, he was in basketball, baseball, football. Obviously, we know about ballet. He was in anything that you could take up his time with, in between and and overlapping. And and the kid is just a sponge and. The ballet has helped him with his balance and his oh, muscle yeah. control, and all, and he, he took dancing as well. He was a all he's an amazing dancer, so you see that athleticism on the mm-hmm. field. And the kid was was raised so well. It's, he's got such good parents. Yeah, it makes a big that, difference. Yes. That tr- that just tried to nourish that rather than ignore it or yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. Try to put a bandaid over it or something, and they made the kid. Great. And I see that on the field and I, I have no worries about him. I'm thinking by the end of the season, if he continues on the path that he's on, you could be talking in the conversation for rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. I'm not kidding. He's playing the way he's doing it. Yeah, definitely. And and with Jalen Johnson back there and then you got him and Eddie Jackson, the, the two. Um, mm-hmm. Jaquan Brisker. And John Brisker, right? But these are seasoned Eddie Jackson and and JJ. Um, right. That's just going to help this kid more and more. And uh, mm-hmm. but I like him because I wasn't he. He was close to a sack. If it wasn't this week or last week, but he was in there and he almost had a sack one game. And I was like, "Good for you, man! Those are the Wait, good old days when you see that, right?" Who, who are you talking about? Uh, Gordon. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 He did. Yeah, and I was like, right on, man. I love seeing that. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of the old beers, you know, when you had, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Gary Fensick and all those guys, Doug Plank and all those guys, you know. So, I mean, he yeah. had some real nice tackles in this game where he got him right around the legs and stopped him oh, from yeah. getting another 20 yards. Um, he blocks the field goal. He's it's just he's getting better, man. Yeah. The okay. game is catching up to him, or he's catching up Certainly to the game, is. I should say. Yes, yeah. and it's it's only going to get better and better. So that's awesome. So maybe he gets an interception this week against Carson Wentz. I would. Would that be great? Let's predict it right now. Number six. You heard it on this show. Interception, interception. against Carson Wentz. Yep. Let's do We're it. Calling baby. it right now. All right. Hey, it'd be even better if he. Oh, who? What? Was it him in the in the in the game? Yeah, it was him in a Sunday's game where he just missed the ball by this much, and 
it went to the receiver. He tried to, um, he read the quarterback's eyes. He read Mm -hmm. cousin's eyes, but the ball was just out of his reach. Had he caught it, there wasn't anybody in front of him. He right. scored a touchdown. But so you, you can see he's getting it because he was reading his eyes, man. Had he been just a little taller, he might have had it. I was saying this to my do you do you I should I should finish my sentence because I do that a lot. <laughs> I was saying this to my wife. Do you ever get the where you're watching the game? And I I get this a lot where I feel a turnover coming. And I'll be like, fumble, oh, yeah. fumble, 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 and then they fumble it. You know, it's like I can feel it coming. It's like on a, a kickoff return. Oh, he's gonna. Oh, that's a. There's a fumble coming. Fumble, 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 and then they fumble it. Or yeah. uh, there's an interception. Oh, yeah. I started to get this feeling in this Vikings game. I'm like, Kirk Cousins just wants to give this ball up. I just know he wants to give this ball back to us. I I was feeling that interception coming, and I said to my wife, I said, "Pick six by number six. That would be amazing because that was a time in the game where he was like really." starting to make a difference yeah. and he was kind of you could tell he was kind of getting in his zone and he was playing yeah. really well and i thought oh he's gonna give it right up kyler gordon pick six for a touchdown i felt that coming unfortunately i was right but uh, fortunately i was right about the interception but unfortunately i was wrong about the pick six right right exactly right well you know we thought we he was gonna have it but it would have been great but no he's gonna get him he's gonna get him it's just a matter of time mm-hmm. so he'll get him I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rely on my intuition and see if I can conjure that up again in this well, next game. What I do too is with turnovers, as silly as shit. But um, you know, us Bears fans, I'll say to my son, "We gotta think turnover now. Pick number nine. We're gonna say number nine is gonna. Let's envision them in our mind. <laughs> <laughs> we do that. I kid you not. <laughs> if you visualize it, right? Even right. though you're, it's that's the one thing I love about Velas Jones is he says I love to visualize things and like see it. He, he claimed that – or he said before the game that he was visualizing that he, his first reception in the NFL would be for a touchdown. Really? And it turns it turns out that that was a reception, even though it looked like a handoff. It was like a – they were considered a yeah, shovel pass. Right, right. It was a pass. It was, it was his first reception, and he got a touchdown on it. That's right. what I love about Velas Jones. I think everyone needs to kind of – sit and visualize things and no matter what it is in life just foreshadow it and envision it and like think about it and think about the ways to get there and how you Definitely. how you get from here to there and and manifest the different ways to get there in your mind and i think yep. anything is possible for anyone and if if kyler gordon does that if phyllis jones oh. is doing that i mean the sky's the limit for for oh, kids like that i mean definitely we're gonna you know and that's why that's the beauty of these rookies you know we're seeing them develop and that's what's cool as long as they're developing you know and mm-hmm. keep developing and these coaches nurture them the right way and teach them we're gonna have a good team we really mm-hmm. really are it's gonna be rough getting there but we will we just mm-hmm. gotta put all the pieces together. There's missing pieces that aren't there this year, mm-hmm. but we're gonna go get them in the off season, and then we're gonna plug them in. To a plus, team. I mean, plus that we have to allow for the time that it takes a team to oh, learn yeah. a new offense. Yeah, I mean, the defense is this defense is easier to learn. Yeah, for the players coming from that three four into this four three, but when you had to learn this entire offense under the other guy. I won't say his name again. I, I don't have to pull up the meme or whatever you want to call it. You know, if 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 they can just develop as they're going, the offense is not going to just come to you day one. So it's going to take a little while to get into that groove. They can just continue on this path, and their offense starts to click, and they can just win a game here or there like they shouldn't, like the Niners game, that they shouldn't have – one, I think they should have won the Giants game. Yep. I mean, for sure. We could have easily, we could easily be three and two right now. But if eventually the amount of reps that you have in this offense, by the time you're into game seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. things are going to start to click and they're going to get oh, better. Definitely, and definitely. everybody had this team as the bottom feeder with the first pick. Oh, yeah. And that's not the case. That's not going to happen. No, there's we're, we're already for sure. For sure. Yeah. So by the, by the end of the season, we could end up picking up some more wins that maybe we didn't, maybe we shouldn't have won, you know, because our I offense like is starting to actually 
yeah, progress. I mean, yeah. Well, There's that, certain would be, to... that would be huge. And that gives you that what's going to help you for next year, if you can start to do that. Because we have some tough, tough games at the end of the season, so it'll be interesting to see how they play because we could be a factor because we play uh, Green Bay and Minnesota in December. And our mm-hmm. last game is Minnesota. So you never know. We could be in a factor in where what they're doing, if they're going mm-hmm. you know, playoffs or not. So we'll see what happens. Because we have yeah. – the only bad thing is we have a very late bye, and which sucks. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't – I don't like the bye. It's going to – it's not going to help us either way this year. It would if we were a good team and you were rusting up. you like you were a really good team and you wanted that break before the playoffs start. But it's, it's not going to help us this year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless we can pick up some wins and we can be in the playoff hunt at yeah, that time. I don't see that happening, and and that means yeah. we'll probably have an early buy next year, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, now they'll give it to the buy in the fourth week. It's like, okay, thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you give us the easy schedule this year with the late buy, and then next year you give us the shitty schedule with an early buy. That's that's what's going to happen. That's what happens to the Bears like every year. Last year they played away home, away home, away home. That was the worst season that you could ever – I don't think any team has ever had that. Did we lose you? Are you coming back? <laughs> well, at least we lost you on a smile. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, she'll, she'll come back in a second. Last year, that schedule was terrible. Away, home, away, home, away, home, away, home. How could anybody – and the fact that they even won that many games with that coaching staff that says it all right there. So, Lynn, I think we lost you. Yep, looks like we lost her. If she hops back in, she can rejoin the stream. <laughs> I guess I'm on my own right now. I'm sure she'll hop back in a second. We'll give her a minute here. So, what do you guys think about this Commanders game? I'm curious to know what your thoughts are leave your leave your your uh, predictions for the score in the comments at the end of the game i know by the time this this gets released uh, we have a, the game is tomorrow so um you can you'll have enough time to put your comments in the or put your score your game prediction in the comments i don't think she's coming back it looks like i lost her for good well i guess that's uh I guess that's a wrap for this show. <laughs> Episode number three, The Lowdown with Lynn Hayden. I'm sorry that we lost her. We were about to wrap this up anyway. So we appreciate you all out there. All the all, all of our supporters of Bears Country Podcast. We we really appreciate you. Thank you very much. And for our new our new viewers, if you do like this com- content, please uh, be sure to like and subscribe. And also... Lynn Hayden has her own YouTube channel called Let's Talk Chicago Bears. So make sure to check that out and like and subscribe to that as well because she is an absolute hoot. And I love her. And I can't wait to do next week's show with her. Hopefully we don't lose her with the internet connection. But uh, until then, let's uh, let's get this win tomorrow, everyone. Let's. Uh, I'll give you my score prediction. I have 28-13 Bears. And I would love to know what you guys think. Leave your score predictions in the comments. Make sure to like and subscribe. Until next time, bears!